What's, What's going on, on everybody? Hey, How's it hey. going? Guys, welcome to Family, Family Chaos. Chaos with your host Junior and Yandri. That's right, that's right, that's right. Man, it's been uh, uh, an exciting uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Um, you got married, bro? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish. I'd do it over again. Yeah, I'll me do too, it, man. I'll do me it too. all over again. Without without all the money spent into it, bro. Ooh, yeah. Honestly, um, I'd be a richer man if I held on to all my Bitcoin. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> honestly, I, I'm glad I'm glad that you and I are here again because the last time we the well initially, the first time we got together to talk about marriage with the family. Um and that that got kind of interesting. Yep. And then uh, I think last week was about nagging specifically, right? Um, well, not specifically, but it was it was it was more male centered. Um, mm-hmm. But what I'm getting feedback from people is that um, they 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 don't care what we think; they want to know what the Bible thinks. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, our opinions are just secondhand, right? Exactly. We gotta that, go off the source. Exactly, exactly. So um, we're gonna make an attempt at uh, talking about marriage. In um, a biblical and a strictly, strictly biblical way. <clears throat> strictly biblical. Strictly okay. biblical. So I guess if we're gonna talk about it in a strictly biblical way, yeah, we should look at the very first marriage, shouldn't we? Oh, I think <clears throat> I think that's where I honestly, where I get ninety percent of my ideas and structure on marriage is probably just found in Genesis. Okay, so if we're talking about Genesis. We're talking about uh, Adam and Steve, right? Uh, no, not uh, Adam and Steve. <laughs> Hell because no. marriage is strictly between a, a man, man and, and a woman. woman right? There you go. All right. So anything outside of those guidelines right off the bat is an invalid marriage I, in the I, eyes of God. I would agree. So that would eliminate uh, one man and ten women, yes. right? One woman and ten men. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman and a woman. A man and a man. And this is not to say that those people can't love each other. There are loving relationships between men. Correct? We can find numerous examples of that in the Bible. Now, whether those loving relationships between men were manifest into sexual, romantic uh, that's where you relationships, go off into <laughs> that's when you go off into the weeds. <coughs> and and what, one, one thing I, I, I hear from... People that don't strictly hold mm-hmm. to that point of view um, is that love is love. You see it all over the stores, man. You see it on T-shirts. They, they really try to hammer that down our throats. Love is love. But is it, though? I don't think so. I think a lot of what we call love is actually lust. Yes. Oh, yo. <laughs> Um, and we're going to get to biblical <laughs> things on specifically marriage. But this is one thing that I actually I'm going to. Oh, man. Should I do it? I'm going to challenge. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you guys. Um, Let's do it. And I'm sure there are there are non- anomalies out there. Um, I just personally have not found one. And I would actually be surprised. I, don't cancel me for this. <laughs> I actually would be surprised to find it. And I encourage finding it. I want to find it. Right. What are we finding? I want 
uh, a homosexual partnership where they wait until marriage to have sex. Ooh. I have not heard of it. I, that, that's what I'm saying, and I have, I have a uh, disclaimer. This is like this. This is gonna be like the people that say, "Oh, I have black friends, so I'm not racist." I have gay <laughs> friends, oh, right? Yeah, I have, I have gay people in my life that I love very much, um, because you know the way they have sex is irrelevant to my love for them. That's literally what being gay is, right? And I guess. Right, physical. It's the it's the way it's the way. Right, because the the love isn't different between two people. It's just the way you do it, right? Okay. I don't know, but the the point is that um I have I have people that adhere to that lifestyle, um or that to that way of intercourse, um and I love them very much. Some people that actually have been great tools to my career, um and again that I I I don't hold anything against. I never have. Um, at, but when they ask, when we have conversations on this topic, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna you know lie to them, mm-hmm. because the the worst thing would be for me to deceive somebody into believing that they they're going to heaven. Yes. yes. Um, and a matter of fact, I think I think that's actually showing more love than accepting the way they are. True. Personally, I think if you if you know a biblical truth and you hide it to spare their feelings. I think you're actually hating them in oh, reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and or or you just don't have a proper definition of what love means. Okay. Right? Amen. Yeah, yeah. Because and and this is this is another thing that I tell a lot of people all the time. Um, I don't care if you're happy. Your happiness is irrelevant to me. The Bible doesn't even have happiness as a goal. It's about joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a great difference between mm. you being happy and comfortable in your own skin and you having the joy of the Lord. So if I have, a t- have to tell you that what you're doing is wrong, then, hey, that might not make you happy. But guess what? It's inducive to uh, the joy that the Lord brings at the end. Yes. And, and I've heard, like, the joy happiness. I've heard it compared to, like, the difference between weather and climate. Where, okay. like, happiness just... It could come and go like the weather does. Mm-hmm. But climate is, if you look at your life overall, yeah, over the span of everything, mm-hmm. you should notice a theme of joy rather than uh, than of sadness or any other emotions. It's not just those one little time happy. Like, I'm happy when, my, when I have a meal at home yeah. or when I have my favorite meal. I'm happy. But... That doesn't define my joy, obviously. My joy is something completely different and irrelevant to my happiness. Yeah. So I agree with you there, bro. We're same page. All right. So maybe same page, maybe not. But yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But um, yeah, I I I, I guess we, if we're gonna start off that way, um, viewing the example of Adam and Eve as the first married couple, um, the first couple brought together in union by God, yes. literally. Yep. Um, it's gonna be Adam and Eve. And did he call a man and wife? I don't think so. He said man and woman, right? That was yeah. It was yeah, just man, man and, and woman. woman. Yeah. But that was the first marriage, of course, united by God. Of course. What does that show? That you don't really need the government to get married. But anyway, bro, that 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 was like the biggest battle with me and getting married this time because mm-hmm. I I don't believe the government has any position, any any role to do in my marriage. Like, maybe you can, like, have a record on it because you want to make sure that the person you're marrying wasn't married before. 
But mm-hmm. come on, if you if you don't, if you don't know if that person was married before, then you don't really know that person, and maybe you shouldn't <laughs> be getting married. Exactly. Um, and I, I was fortunate. I was I was pretty sure that my wife had not been married before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I known her for a while, so I'm yeah. Kidding. I don't think so. But uh, but yeah, man. Uh, that that that's that's a hot topic. But um, what what would what, what would what would we extract from the example of Adam and Eve in the Bible um, to say either to those that are already married, those that are looking to be married, what would you say to to them as far as extracting biblical ideas from the Adam right. and Eve story? So obviously, when when God creates Adam, He gives him a role, yes, a role to play. Upon his creation, he is supposed to be the, the, the master creation. He's supposed to be the steward of all of creation. Yeah. The governor, if you would. I agree. So he is the head of all creation. Amen. That is the role of Adam. Yes. All right. Now, I, God saw that uh, it wasn't good for man to be alone. Yes. We can all stand by that. Yeah. Right? Isn't it interesting that God gave man his role Obviously, God knew he was going to create Eve, right? Mm -hmm. Because we even see that in the beginning of Scripture where he says in chapter 1, let us create man in our image. Therefore, he created male and female, right? Mm -hmm. That's literally verse back to back. It's not till God explains more on creation in chapter 2 and and the chapter 1 into chapter 2 where he gives the details of he created Adam. And then he told Adam to have dominion over all the earth. He gave them the job of naming the animals. And then it wasn't until after that that he created Eve from his rib. Correct? That's right. Therefore, the man's job and title and duty is separate from that of his marriage relationship. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you, I think I I see where you're going with it. And yeah, I agree with it, man. Because then that's different than what you see with the woman, right? Yes. Because then um, then he sees that it's not good for man to be alone. Yep. So he puts Adam asleep, and, and God gives his proper intimacy in creating the woman. Yep. Where he hand creates the woman. It doesn't go into detail the exact way he does it. He takes her rib and forms a woman. His rib. His Adam's rib. Yep. So out of the man came the woman, which is why Adam chose to call her woman. Yes. So uh, he. One of the one of the things, and obviously we're not we're not getting it too deep into the sciency part, but I I love this idea that God forever had intended to create Eve, right? Mm-hmm. One, we see it in the verse where he directly says, I'm going to create man, and in that he creates male and female, right? Just out of the bat, out the door. But then when he's, when we see the details, how do we know that he inter- eternally determined to create um, the female after creating the man? X and Y chromosome. Yep. The male carries an X and Y chromosome. That's why, how you know a man is a man, mm-hmm. right? And that, that goes for everything. If you're born with an X and a Y, obviously there's some mutations there, mm-hmm. but that's a result of the fall, and those are anomalies. We're not talking about that, yeah. right? But to, uh, uh, the proper human being, males are X and Y. Now, yeah. what's the amazing thing? Eve comes, and what is she? 
She's an XX. She's XX. Yep. So in the chicken and the egg scenario, right? Mm-hmm. If let's say if Eve came first, she has two X's. How do you get a man? You don't. You can't. You need someone that has both. You need you need to start off with this genetic diversity of an X and a Y to mm-hmm. diversify into an X and an X. You could have gone the other way and got a Y and a Y, but it, it's, yeah. it was arbitrary. Whatever. God chose XX. Yeah, which which is amazing to me, because we know we can literally see that in that the woman came out of the man. Amen. Just just scientifically, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Aye, That's why, and even science now it still says that men determine the sex of the baby. Yes, we know. So, that. Yep. That's why I for when I was having my boys. I was eating my Y chromosomes for breakfast. <laughs> Forever. Eating what? my Wheaties. <laughs> what? what? Wait, hold on. Where, I was supplementing where I, myself. Where can I find these Y chromosomes that you were munching on? I got them at Target. <laughs> Five <right>. ninety nine. <laughs> my Wheaties. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I w- I, hey, guys, Yon, yeah, take it from Yandri. If you want to have your boy. Eat Wheaties. Eat your Wheaties. I don't. I don't know what I was eating, but I got. My, I got my boy first, and God. God knows from now on. Lo, que venga lo que venga. But um, I got. I got my um, my firstborn. That's right. Firstborn. Many more to come, brother. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so wherever we're at, Eve was formed out of the rib of Adam, right? Yep. And now she has a role, Junior. Yes. What is her? What is the role that God gives her? Now, and, if and, you want to elaborate, and on this, this is part. something that you guys heard um, the first time we talked about this, where I mentioned the word "help meet." Yes, and, and my wife particularly, and <laughs> our wives, I think, yeah, yeah, they both have like a. They said it sounds ugly to the ear, right? Yeah. Well, my my wife has heard it enough to where <laughs> she understands the meaning, but she still kind of cringes a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I guess your wife thought it was like. <laughs> yeah. M E A T. Yeah, like you're just a piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, if you look into the um, I, honestly, I don't know if the other other versions read the same way, but I I know for a fact the King James King. reads that mm. God created um Eve as a helpmeet for Adam, right? Mm. Therefore, she is an adequate, abled body help to meet the needs mm. of Adam. Okay. Right? So like and, and there we there we draw that distinction from what we're talking about. Adam was given his role and his job as a man mm-hmm. before Eve was formed, right? So his identity is outside of the woman. It's his identity. Um a woman's a part of it, but man. Yeah, his, of course, because she's part of him. Um <laughs> so his his responsibility, we can say, doubled the moment Eve arrived. Okay. But the woman was created in the com- confines of the existence of the man already, mm, right? Yeah. So Adam was already there. She was already predestined uh, knowingly, right, of her knowledge that she was of Adam. Yes. So her responsibility is singular to the marriage relationship or the mm-hmm. the marriage, uh, what do you want to call it, uh, the marriage box or whatever. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Union. Let's just put yeah, the marriage. So the confines Union. of yeah. marriage, right? Yeah. Um, and everything that comes with it, right? The responsibility of a, a house or, mm. or and children and all that. And um, I think primarily, 
I wouldn't even give details on what those responsibilities are as a woman. I think all her responsibility is just to be a help meet for him. The main responsibilities of everything falls on Adam, I think. Yeah. To, so to, to take care of the house that's on him. Yeah. That and hey guys, this is that includes the cooking and the cleaning, right? Because Adam yeah. had to eat before Eve was there. Yeah. Right? Yep, yep. So the cooking and the cleaning, so, that's his responsibility. Can he delegate those things to his wife? Yeah. So he can concentrate on other things? Sure. But whoever but the person responsible, mm. the one that God's gonna be like, hey, yo, the garbage is piling up. Yo, the carpet is dirty. Yo, you got dishes in the thing. I don't I don't think God's gonna be like, yo, woman, go do that. Yeah. He's gonna be like, yo, Adam, what you why, doing? Why is there a mess in your house, yeah, Adam? It's exactly and, and you know, I feel like that that's a win for women right there, actually. That of course. That uh Cause I think a lot of them feel the pressure that, oh, this is their, like, and they're working at this alone. Yeah. When in reality, if a house is falling apart, that's a reflection on the man of the house. Exactly. And the, the crazy the thing woman, is, it's it's all a reflection on the man. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the beautiful things that I like about uh, the Psalm 31 woman, right, that we read in Scripture, is that one of the things they say is that in the town he is known because of her mm, right like her yeah. good character her behavior and everything reflects on how well of a job he's doing at home mm. now granted there, there could be women that could be doing a great job while the husband's a jerk but <coughs> it's it's still a positive reflection on him and that's what you want right you don't you don't want people outside thinking that your man's a a, a jerk or whatever mm-hmm. you know um, and it, it also puts pressure on the man to live up to the standards that she's placing on him. Yeah. So obviously we're, we're going to have the women back on. We're going to sound very one sided on this. Uh, but I, I think we, we praise just, women enough. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when, <laughs> I mean, get, oh, man, <laughs> I mean, we might get some uh, some little bit of uh, resistance with this, but it is. Biblical, like we're just talking biblical. This yeah. isn't our opinion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like Jesus said, "He who has ear to hear, let him hear." Amen. You know what? And that that eliminates everybody that wants to cancel us. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Amen. But so, if if I guess if you were to look at it, a lot of us are working folk, blue collar folk, yeah, some white collar folk. But if you were to look at it, if Adam is the manager of all creation. That would make woman like a supervisor, right? Where she has responsibilities under the manager, okay. delegated to her by yeah. the manager. Yeah. Obviously, the manager is still in charge of all of it. Yeah. But she has a role to play <coughs> in the delegation aspect where she, the man puts her in charge of certain things. Yeah. She's expected to do, fulfill certain things. And trust but, me, when the when the when the owner of the company comes down because something is wrong, he's not gonna go on the on the floor and ask all the people down at the bottom in production mm-hmm. why is it, why aren't things getting done? Mm-hmm. The person getting hammered is the manager up top. Exactly, it comes. What do they say? Uh, it, it, uh, the poop, poop runs. The poop starts <laughs> down here. And yep. I mean, you it usually hear more. Usually hear on it more vulgar. Yeah, more yeah. vulgar terminology, but. Um, there is some truth to that to that to that little aspect. I, um, it's, I think it's completely true. So, Eve has her role to play. Yep. And and funny enough, at this point that we're at in this conversation, she's not Eve yet. 
She's still woman. She's still woman. Yeah, she gets her at that. Oh, I think that's one of the beautiful things too. Adam is charged with the task of naming every creature, mm-hmm. including his wife. Yep, including but his wife. He found with every creature he named, he obviously named with a with the purpose of like mm-hmm. what describing what they did or, or and she only receives her name after the fall. Yo, that actually makes a lot of... That's actually true. That's actually mm-hmm. true because her name is Eve because she is the mother of all living. Mm-hmm. And we don't see that till after the fall. Where he says, as, far yeah. as, as far as reading it in scripture, yeah. um, obviously we, they, they, there might be just a literary reason why we don't see the name till after the fall because obviously the, the concentration of the story... Um, might be based on something else, but they don't they don't have children till after the fall, right? Yeah. So no children before that. So there's no 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 naming as the mother of all living. But again, th- I don't think that's a, a, a. It might be a literal title mm-hmm. as far as she every other human that came after mm-hmm. um, Adam and Eve, she is the mother of clearly, um, but. If Adam is the steward of all creation, mm-hmm. right? She being his right hand, she's technically the mother, quote unquote, of all of all living. Yeah, right. Amen. So, uh, all right. So they fall in the, in the in the sin, and now we have this fallen state. Hold on, we we need to clarify one more thing. Okay, um, let's, let's do it. And and, and it's, it's just a, a a matter of <coughs> again. This this is where we actually gonna not look like the um, now chauvinists, yeah, machistas, yeah, the machistas that you think we are. Um, in in Genesis chapter two, uh, verse eighteen, we've already quoted this, but I'm gonna read it to you. Then the Lord God said, "It is not good that a man should be alone. Mm-hmm. I will make him a help meet for him." ESV reads, "A helper fit." For him again, it means the exact same thing. But I like help me because mm-hmm. I, I feel like there, there's a lot of meat in there. <laughs> when it, when it, just using that phraseology. So help meet, meaning that if they can't meet what they need to, they have help to meet it, right? Yes, and a help um, that and, and that's where the, the the concept of equality comes in, mm-hmm. right? It's a help that's equal to my need, a help that's equal to my ability. Because if I'm not, if, if I'm not able to be there, she can be there and be an equal representation as if I was there myself, mm. right? So, girl power. But the one thing I wanted to focus there on is God is actually presenting <coughs> us a handicap, mm. right? Because it is not good for a man that a man should be alone, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind it's kind of a handicap that God is letting us know, like, hey, um, you weren't created to 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 be this this lone lion, this lone soldier, this one. You at you actually need that other person to supplement your mm-hmm. faults or to 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 be there. I honestly, I think the biggest role my wife plays is to be my conscience. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know. She's around me most of the time, 
So she doesn't allow me to be a liar. She doesn't allow me to be a hypocrite. She mm -hmm. cuz she's she's going to call me out. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's easy for me to, for me to lie to myself. It's for, easy for me to get away with things when I'm by myself. Mm -hmm. But when I got that constant physical wise, obviously you should always be conscious that the Lord is watching, right? Yeah. But when you have this person that's right there that one I'm constantly trying to impress because she's my wife. I want to impress her. I want her to like me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um and at the same time like I'm I'm trying to live up to the ideals that she desires in a man. Mm -hmm. Right? So all those things like and God saying, "Hey, it's not good for you to be alone." It's letting me know, "Hey, there's a deficit here." Um yeah. I I I need a woman. Right? And yeah. this is coming from somebody that does not like the phrase my other half. I hate that phrase. Do you use that? No, I personally do not use that. No. Yeah, I even when people say it, I'm like, a lot, I roll of, people, my eyes. A lot of people ask me, "Hey, where's your other half?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm, she's over there." I'm, no, I'm I don't, right here. I don't even. Not even. If somebody says, "Where's my other half?" I was like, "I didn't know I was chopped in half." Um, yeah. "Where's my other half?" I'm like, "Look down. It should be down there." I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I. I come. <laughs> we got dad jokes. I come we got to, dad jokes in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I come, but you know what I mean. I I was created whole. Adam was created whole, right? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't missing a leg. He wasn't missing a head. He wasn't missing anything. There is no other half. And my wife, at the same time, she needs to be complete and whole in herself. Mm. And when we come, we come, each other, whole beings, to become one flesh. Right. Amen. There is no oh, there, there's a there's a, a, a idori shaped hole inside of me that I can't live without. So uh, if I am asking where your wife is, I should be like, yo, where's Junior at? Uh, yeah, yeah, because you're one, right? Or you'd be like, you Doris, you know how you people, you know how people put the names together. You Doris, yeah. yeah. Um, what, what's you? If you and Shay put your names together, what's that? We are uh, Yandrine. Yandrine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's not bad. Somebody might want to name their kid Yandrine. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think this and th and this comes from um, one understanding other areas of scripture and understanding how God desires us to not only literally read the word but understand the spirit. Of his word, right? So yeah. I can just read, it's not good for man should be alone, but then I could stop there and be like, what do you mean by that? Why is it not good, right? Yeah. Because the word good is a very important word in scripture. Oh, yeah. To the point where even when when um, they come to Jesus and, he, and they're like, oh, oh yeah, he's like, you know, uh, good master, good master. And it's he's he is not this is one thing he is not making a statement about his state of being mm -hmm. he is good right mm -hmm. but he's actually challenging them on their understanding of who he is right because yeah. he's saying you call me good when knowing we all know as jews as human beings none is good so where do you get come off calling me good Right. Yep. It's a challenge of do you really know my identity when you call me good? Is that an identity claim of understanding my divinity or are you are you just frivolously attributing divinity yeah. to this man? Like, do you know? Mm -hmm. I, I love that. But some people read it as Jesus making a declarative statement that he's not good. And I'm like, wait, that's not yeah. what he said. I've, I've heard. Um, 
in, in the realms of Christology where they're like, oh, well, he was still in the flesh and he was referring to his human form. No, and because then, he, the, <laughs> even in his flesh, you're going to tell me, did he sin in his flesh? No. So no, his flesh not. was still unpeckable. It was it, it yeah. was sin free. So you can call his him in the flesh good. good. Yes. Um, no, that, <laughs> that's why we need, you need to learn how to read, man. No, but yeah, and again, it's just a matter of letting scripture interpret scripture. There are no contradictions. So if we understand that mm. Christ is divine, you go back and you read that verse and you're like, wait, what is Jesus really saying? Yes. He's not making a declarative statement about himself. He's answering directly the person about you call me good, right? Which, well, I, 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 oh man, it's just. <laughs> right, we're, we're going on gotta, a little bit. You got to go to read. But I'm just saying, it's just, it's just a matter of understanding how. When you let scripture interpret scripture, right? Yes. And you have an understanding of how the scripture, right? Inspired by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> how the Holy Spirit <coughs> likes to use words like good, mm-hmm. right? And then you can extrapolate that to all the verses that use that kind of word and be like, hey, is this the kind of understanding that's being brought out of this word? And when it is not good, quote unquote, for a man to be alone. Honestly, that's the first time that something is not declared good in Genesis. Have you noticed? Ooh, that's because right. Because yeah, every day he good, made, yeah. right, is the first day, evening, night, and all was good. So right? something was not this good. Is, this is literally the first time oh, that God amen. is like, wait, hold up. This is not good. That's so right. it's, it is a big deal, and it's a reason why we should focus on it. But let us keep going. Let us, let us, um, let us explore other parts of scripture. Um, Ephesians chapter five. This Let's is do it. this is one that it'll start a fight if the wives are here. Okay, so uh, <laughs> understanding Ephesians first of all, Paul's writing to a church in Ephesus, which is a Greek town or yep. a Greek city, um, uh, had the largest temple of of the Greeks. Yeah, a, ba- Greek a huge mythology. pagan tem- yeah. pagan temple. It's called um, a, it was called the Temple of Artemis, and I think even the the uh, fractions of it are still around. Yeah. So understanding the the context, Paul's writing we to can, yeah somewhat somewhat yeah, to a primarily Greek city or a Greek city, in which there's already a lot of paganism. Yes. And and they had a lot huge of, orgies in this temple. Yes. And a lot of correction needs to take place. Yes. So, all right, go ahead. Go go with Ephesians. And 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 with that being said, let us not make the mistake of saying, yeah, that was the that that was the scripture needed to be applied for those people at that time. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we're not making that mistake. Scripture is yes. universal. Yes. So it applies yeah. to them at that time, but it also applies to us. We can have an application for us as well. All right. So uh that's the bridge. That's the bridge between interpretation. There's always yeah. got to be a bridge. Yeah, and and again, if we if we understand that, <laughs> yes, they 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 wrote to a specific audience, but God also knew that there was going to be a universal Relative. audience and a future yeah. audience. Um, that's you got you kind of see the beautiful nuances um, if you actually have an open mind to do it. But the thing I would like to avoid is the dismissive aspect of that. Of like, you, oh, that was just back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Let me. <laughs> oh man, so much fun! My my child, um, seems to seems to have the similar proclivities as I do for technology and wires, and he's he's currently under my chair. Is he really? Um, yeah. I didn't even know it. 
Enrique, ¿qué tú haces? Papi. Bye. Yeah, that, that was that funny. funny. That was funny. Yeah, he was literally calling under my chair, <laughs> trying to grab all the wires because we have all the setup with uh, um, the soundboard and uh, um, the headphones and the computer and everything. But um, going back to what we're talking about, Ephesians <laughs> chapter five. Yes. Specifically talking to wives, right? This is Paul mm-hmm. writing. I'm gonna read verses 22 to 27 for those that want to follow along, um, and I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm reading <coughs> the ESV, so I might or might not agree with what I'm reading. Okay. Well, I, the ESV is not that bad. Um, it's, I'm not saying it's the best, but... You're going off to better manuscripts. Ne- yeah, you want to fight, <laughs> bro? Yo, you want to throw down right now? <laughs> yeah. um, you know you know what's the crazy thing? A lot of people don't know that there's a difference between um, the received text and the, the newer or the older, um, older Alexandrian yeah. text. And I'm like... If you don't know that, then I'm not sure we can have a conversation about scripture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to s- select nuances, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have that topic on it. Just, uh, on, uh, just we didn't have that yet, did we? No, we have the, not. The, the, we no, gotta, we, we have gotta, not. We still gotta do that. that. That I think that'll be a very contentious uh, <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Usually, me and Junior agree on most, but there are nuances where we will. Uh, Butt heads. Yeah. And I think that might be one of the ones where we might butt heads. We definitely might. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm sure um, I can turn Yandri into a reasonable man. <laughs> but here I go. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 um, to 27. Let's see if I make it all the way. Wives. Literally, he's talking to directly to them. Submit to your own husbands. Mm, that's tough, isn't it? I, I, I think I think it's beautiful. Submit to your own husbands, not to not to any random dude. To your Submit own. to your own husbands. Okay, amen. right. Meaning, you have to have your own husband. You can't be with nobody else's husband. Ooh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> half a deck is off this podcast, bro. <laughs> Damn, yo, you shouting people out. You shouting people out. All right. And then, um, so let's get uh, yeah. Uh, submit to your own husbands, as to the Lord. Hmm. That, that that's a uh, little bit of a pride swallowing for women. But that it? but that's that's a that's a tough one, right? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, as human beings, you you live with this human being, and you know this human being's fault, mm-hmm. right? Their faults. Yet you have to submit to them as a, as unto God, mm-hmm. as unto the Lord. And and I can see where where the toughness takes place in the part of the woman where. You know, when, when God is saying that, like you said, he's, God is not flawed. So mm-hmm. we have no problem. We know yeah. that he knows 100% what's yeah. best. And even then, people don't do it. But. <laughs> so to have that same type of yep. faith in your husband. Yep. Whew. And, that, and that, that was something I brought up. You actually have to view it as, for the woman, you have to view it as God is sovereign, right? Yes, my husband might be this wild, crazy, faultful, sinful man. But God, God is sovereign. Therefore, I should be able to follow this scripture because I'm trusting that he, he, he put it in his word, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm able to trust him that 
he's not going to lead me astray. Now, is this only talking about believers, Junior, or is this just universal? No, we talked about this. I think this is universal. So a husband could be the head of the household, not be a Christian, but mm -hmm. she still has to submit to him the way she submits to Christ. Yes, because this is a role of a wife, regardless of your belief, right? We we established the fact that Adam and Eve were created in the beginning, Mm -hmm. right? Before there were any talks about religion, right? Before there were any talks about Jews or Muslims Mm -hmm. or Christians, before any of that. It was just God and marriage. It was exactly, exactly. Um, so let, let, I'm, I'm going to try to keep reading a little, a little fast so we don't, we don't uh, get tangled in the weeds. All, All right, right, let's go. Let's go. Um, for, and, then, and now, so he gives, he gives them the command, right? Mm-hmm. And now he gives them his reasoning. I think Paul is being very, very uh, mm-hmm. reasonable in what he's saying. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. Amen. Right? Um, his body... And of himself, it's savior, right? So mm. Christ is the head of the church, his body, right? And <coughs> is himself its savior. Now, <coughs> now mm. as the church submits mm. to Christ, so also the wives should submit mm. in everything to their husbands. Mm. Right. I, I, I don't think they gave them an exception to, in everything yeah. to their husbands. Yes. Because it's making a direct comparison of in this in this re, in this relationship, God has given you a, a, a great example of how Christ responds and lives alongside the church. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think I think I've done that uh, many a times where I see. um something go on in my relationship with my wife or some dynamic or whatever and then snap the light bulb goes off and i'm like oh wow this is actually a manifestation of what happens with, with the godhead mm-hmm. what happens with the god with god in, in the church what happens with 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 christ and his divinity like it's so many different aspects i'm like mm-hmm. wow because mm-hmm. i think it's just true and now this is this brings on to me the whole equality issue right where there's a belief that if you were the one that submits, you're no longer an equal. No. Um, and did, did Jesus submit to, did the son submit to the will of the father? Yes. Are they equals? Yes. They are equals, right? Yes. And the spirit comes on behalf of the son, right? Yes. Sent by the father. Point. Yep. So the father is sending everybody. Yeah. Yeah, they're all equals. Yep. But they play a specific role and they know their role exactly so there's a is a complementary <clears throat> relationship that's supposed to be mm-hmm. taking place with the husband and wife mm-hmm. the same way there's a complementary relationship happening in Within the, the guy yes in the Amen. trinity yes so we see this isn't a question of equality yes it's a question of filling the role that god designed for us exactly Exactly. So I think that that's where a lot of people would butt heads. Oh well, you're, we submit. Yeah. You don't see us as equals. And this the, and, and that. And the, the and again, there's there's a lot of beauty and, and 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 glory that comes with each and every aspect of these relationship and the di- and the dynamics um, separately. There, there shouldn't be one people one person feels less than mm-hmm. another or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It, the, you, you you need to see the beauty in your role. 
um, yes. and see how God values you in your role um, instead of saying, oh, look at him. I want what he has. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you see many times in the scripture where God honors a good wife. Yep. Many times. Yep. And, you know, it, you can move God's heart being an awesome wife to your husband. Yes. And this isn't just instructional for wives. This yeah. is also instructional for the role of men. Yes. And, and you know what? I, 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 I don't, I don't want to get too much off course because the next verse, uh, the next line is literally about husbands. Um, and we'll bash their heads in a little bit. Yep. But um, something I've heard uh, before somebody bring up about women in, in, in scripture, um, they literally make a description about, oh, back then in those times, that's how they treated women. That's why we don't see certain examples or roles of women mm -hmm. in scripture. Um, therefore, women nowadays can take on and do things that mm -hmm. perhaps we don't see examples of in scripture, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But I would say eh, that's not true because the Bible is actually the one historical tool where it deliberately goes out of its way to elevate women and go counterculture to mm -hmm. everything that's going on, yeah, right? A lot of people don't see that, man. They don't see they don't it. See one it with putting Rahab into, literally into Jesus' bloodline was probably the biggest <clears throat> thing. Prostitute. You don't see God going out of his way to putting a man mm -hmm. like curving him into carving him into Jesus' bloodline. Mm -hmm. You don't. You only see him doing that for a woman. Right? Yep. And again, it's not there's no preference. It's just this is a matter of fact. So don't think of women as the scripture putting women as less when literally we have an example of God going out of his way <laughs> to carve a woman that shouldn't be there into Jesus' bloodline. Right? Mm -hmm. One. Two What's the number one thing that we know? Who were the first people, the first witnesses at the tomb when Jesus died? You got the Marys. We got all the Marys, right? Yeah. All the Marys. The Marys. Right? We have all the women that were there first. And we know that back then, if we only taking account the culture, back then a woman's testimony only counted as half of what a man's testimony was, right? Mm -hmm. So if you went to court, you needed two women to count mm. against the testimony of one man. Right. Mm -hmm. That's that's according to history. Right. That's actually mm -hmm. what happened back then. But what does the Bible, what does God choose as the first witnesses for the empty tomb? He chooses women. Yeah. Knowing that perhaps society would unvalidate their testimony. Right. Mm -hmm. But God wanted to elevate them, one, putting them in that first position and two, not caring what society says. Mm -hmm. Right. Because if, 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 if God thinking about the dynamics of. What's going to bring more validity to the fact that Jesus rose to the dead when presenting this to the masses, right? Mm -hmm. You would have one of the disciples or two of the disciples at the tomb first to witness it empty, mm -hmm. right? If, if that's just the argument that you're making. But the fact that, one, we know that the story is true because God doesn't go out of his way to con 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 conceive uh, men being there first. Right? And two, we do see women at that better position. Oh, no, pero they, ellos fueron a limpiar. They went to, they went to go clean mm -hmm. or whatever. They went to go prepare him, right? But, but, that, but that, doesn't, that doesn't add to your credibility at all, mm -hmm. right? If you're actually first century church and you want to uh, uh, improve your mm -hmm. credibility to those that weren't there, mm -hmm. you would want to present men as being there first, right? Yeah. And, and there's, a, there's a lot of examples of that. And, um, and I mean, even the first... Uh 
the first case of a known evangelist in, in, in Scripture in the New Testament was actually a woman, too, which is the Samaritan woman at the well. Okay. Where she yeah. went and then she started saying, yeah. Oh, look at the man, the Messiah's here. Yep. This and that. She's the first one to proclaim, yeah. start proclaiming, hey, this is the one and he's come, besides John the Baptist. Of course, of course. Okay. And the, the funny thing is we actually see examples of um Jesus healing people and was like, not nah, don't tell nobody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't tell nobody. <laughs> but funny thing is that like and I don't know if this just goes with the nature and maybe a little off topic, but a lot of the times where you see women like talk about Jesus in scripture, he doesn't perform a miracle on them. Okay. They more just see who he is and they proclaim it, man. Like like uh, the woman at the well, Mary, yeah. Mary and Mary at the tomb. They were more a testament to who he was rather than what he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just a little fun fact there. but Very, very interesting. But, yeah, that, that's just to, to, to clarify the issues of women in scripture again don't don't take your um understanding of how history treated women to how god treats women in scripture because you you'll be totally out of whack yes just read the scripture for what it is and extrapolate exactly what it is trying to tell you but let's bash men a little bit right let's do it we're still in ephesians chapter five um husbands love your wives as christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that that yo right yeah boom is boom is right (laughs) boom is right because there there's a lot of and 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 i i I don't want to bash anybody but i personally have seen it small example small example you're in you're in an area you're with your significant other Mm -hmm. and there's a dog running at you Mm -hmm. would you ever at any moment pick up your wife and place her in front of you Hmm. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, right? That's just that's just. It should be your instinct. It's sh- your you got instinct. some ref- you got some reflection <laughs> to do if, if you had to think about that. Um, and if the person I'm talking about listens to this, bro, see me, we fight. Um, <laughs> yeah. but oh, is this a specific that, example? We got it's here? a very specific example. Um, and they know exactly who they are. But uh, it's not, and, and it's not casting a judgment on them. Um, it's just using that example to for for this, mm-hmm. right? Um, <laughs> husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her, mm. right? So at any moment, you're supposed to, and, and I think this goes beyond the physical. You're supposed to <coughs> be willing and able to sacrifice um, your own self. Um, for the wife, whether it's your reputation, whether it's your physical body, whether it's your mental health, whether, I think everything. Yeah. Would you agree? I 100% agree. I, I think it's, so. It, I think it should be for your for everything, your your your, your sleep, your food, your, your everything. Yeah. And, and I know as husbands, we have done that before. I know I personally have. Um but that's a part of our role. That's what God expects us yes. to do. Like if there is something, a sacrifice needs to be made in the house. Yep. The man yep. is expected to be the one to make that sacrifice. That's right. Like just an example. We had a crowded day the other day, right? Uh-huh. My wife had appointments. Our daughters had things to do. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of things to do. I'm the sole worker of the house. The only way 
that we can meet everything or the requirements that we had yeah. for that day is for me to not sleep. Then don't sleep, bro. That's it, right? Don't sleep. Because if not, then something else lacks in the house. Yep. Then my wife is lacking. My daughters are lagging. My sons are lagging. Yeah. So the expectation for me is that I have to be the one to make the sacrifice to be able to do it. That's right. That's so right. That's just a small example. That's something minimal. Yeah. Something minute, but just of how we should view our responsibilities as men. Yep. I, I, I agree a thousand percent. Um, I, I've historically I've seen the case where people oh the the, the dad comes home and he, he's sleeping and everybody in the house Shh, you guys everybody be quiet daddy's yep. sleeping like of course there needs to be a respect for the the man of the house right yeah um but like you said the person yeah. who sacrifices for who it's supposed to be the father the yep. dad the husband sacrificing for the family for the wife right hmm. um and but the, and this next line is actually where, like I said, the first one, Eve tells her what to do and tells her why. Um, the wife tells her why. Um, he does the same thing. That um, give himself up for her, that he might sanctify her. Mm. That's that's deep, man. Yo, I I, I I'm like what? All for sanctification. I'm like I'm like wait wait wait. Through my sacrifices, I sanctify my wife. Wait, mm. is is that that's crazy to think about. That's Amen. really crazy to think about. And actually, it makes me more willing to do it. Right? Yeah. Because I know if if it's literally saying that my sacrifices are for her edification, mm. for her for her sanctity. Woof. Amen. Woof, brother. Um we keep reading. Yeah, having he, he, he's, he's on Sunday mode. Having, Sunday 11 a.m. mode. Yeah. Uh the next verse, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. With the word. And and you know what? I think that speaks to that speaks to Christ, right? Mm. Um but it speaks to us, right? Yeah. You the the more you adhere to scripture, right? Mm. It's the more there's a spiritual washing. Yes. Over your household and over your wife specifically. That's what it's talking about. And, and a sanctification taking place in the midst. Yeah. So that's crazy so what, to think what about. You see, our, our the steps here is that Christ sacrifices. Mm -hmm. He sanctifies through the edification of his word. Yep. And we are to do the same as men to our wives. That's that's very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So that. Let's try to apply that now. So our sacrifices as men are to sanctify our wives through the edification of the word. Yeah. And then and then let me read the rest. And that's what I'm saying. This speaks okay, to Christ going. and reflects to us because the beauty of what Christ does is that it's a full circle, right? <laughs> it goes out and it comes back in. Uh, let's do it. So <laughs> let's, let's reel it the, in. The word says, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor. In splendor. Without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish. Mm. It's, it's, it's straight a up, it's straight up a full circle. 
of through your sacrifice, you're sanctifying her. Through that sanctification, she's being you're you're literally re re oh man, representing her right to yourself in all of her full splendor. Right. Mm. So the more that you sacrifice, the more that she's sanctified, the more that she's sanctified, the more you get to enjoy her completely Mm. without spot, without blemish. Mm. Right. So it's kind of can you say it's kind of selfish that knowing that and and, and that's that's literally what uh, what it means to sacrifice. Right. A sacrifice means Mm. to delay. Right. A reward. Right. To give up something now for something greater mm-hmm. in the future. And that's literally what he's saying here. That our daily sacrifices for our wives and putting ourselves and, and putting ourselves it's actually better for you. It's actually better for me at the end. Because at the end, I get a I get a more polished and a better treasure mm-hmm. from my wife. Right? Because again, if 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 I want a, a, a wife that honor that honors me, right? That's a that's the polished thing, but I need to make certain sacrifice to make sure that she's in the position to be polished. Amen, man. Right. And 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 a lot of men they like to push down on the women in the first part of what we read, but they they completely dismiss that this yep. whole second portion, man. Yeah, I, and and that, and that's why I was saying yeah. before that if you think about it, our burden is heavier because if 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 I'm saying. Yo, every day I choose to be selfish. Mm-hmm. I it's a day that the blemishes remain on my wife, mm-hmm. right? It's a day that she doesn't get to shine the way she's meant to shine. Mm-hmm. That's like, damn, I did that. So, amen. So on a daily, Junior, and I know I reflect on this. When I go about my day, my reflection should be on... What do I need to do for my wife to have what she needs or for my wife to be successful today? True. And for us to get to where we need to get to. Exactly. As long and and, and, all right, this is this is where I might I might get canceled. So um, I I, I would I agree with you a thousand percent as long as um, the end goal is her being a help meet for me. Right. Um, I think there are a lot of cases where uh, men are the one on the back burner Mm -hmm. and they're like sacrificing everything for the woman's career or the woman's advancement. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of cool. But that's not what scripture is called for. Okay, Right. So you need the line. You need need to have a proper understanding of, hey, um, I'm I'm the one that pushes the ambitions i'm the one that determines the the final goal um mm. and all of that and then i will do everything in my power to raise you up to the position to help me get to that place you get it amen so and if that means you know that I'm, i I send you to school and you go and become a lawyer mm-hmm. to continue my vision. god sent vision and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if it's just, oh, you know, you go to school, you'll be a doctor and do everything for for, for the betterment of your career. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually on the back burner and I'm I'm I'm, I'm so crushed. I'm not ambitious. I don't I, I don't I don't have a control of, of my household. And you're mm-hmm. just a, 
the, the you technically be, you become the head. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, nah. Yeah, no, nah, that's not right either. So, so like I, 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 I agree a thousand percent. As long as it's within that confines of understanding that you're the help me. The men's in their role. The, yes, the I'm in, in my role, role. You're in your role, basically. And, and we're gonna make this happen, and I'm gonna make sure you're in yeah. a position to make it happen too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it, so and, 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 and again, there's nothing wrong with women being ambitious, as long as it's in the confines of what they were created and their and goal the, and as a couple. Yes. So, if my wife is gonna be a big shot photographer, and I want her to make more money than me, because that's what we decide on. I'm going to send her to the proper classes. I'm going to get her prepared. Yep. I'm going to make sure I have babysitters to be able to propel her. At the same time, yeah. I'm fulfilling my roles. And we hit that goal. That's godly. Yeah, it, it, honestly, it, it's whatever you determine. Nobody can yep. tell you. Um, well, I guess somebody an outside of her could be like, oh, you're actually yeah, kind of wrong. But um, for the most part, it's not a lot of people that can actually... <coughs> tell you oh this is the right way this is the wrong way you have to have that understanding of hey is that is that a personal career or is that something to advance the the whatever goals you have right like i like I, i'd say the same thing I, I i want i want my my wife to be out there um you know kicking butt and taking names um one <laughs> one to propel us to the future goals that we have, right? Yeah. One and two, because I do want her to develop her 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 social skills, her her all, all of that, because I feel like in the future that's gonna help us in the ministry, right? Mm-hmm. It's gonna help me in the ministry, right? Uh, so I, I, as long as everything is goal oriented and is not that single minded of you know your career, your number one, and we need to get you up there where you need to be, um, regardless of the man's position and role again. Mm. And, and and like you said, it's not about one being better than the other. It's just a matter of fact that this is the right way to do it. This is the wrong way to do it. And it always should be as the man being the head and the director of where the life goals are going. I'm going to say amen to that, brother. Yep. And I think and we got a pretty good grasp on it. Yeah. And, 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 and we'll move on. We don't want to drag it on. But I, I think this is this is one of the beautiful things. Um, when, when my wife and I uh, first got together... Um, when it came to the outdoors and you know being on a on a farm or far away, she always told me, "Oh hell no 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 no! I don't want that. I don't like the outdoors or whatever." Um, but from being together for so long, I continue to talk about it. Man, now she's actually open to the concept of living on a farm. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you gotta just uh, warm up. You gotta keep mentioning yeah, it. And obviously, it yeah, obviously. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, and, and that's part. That comes part from we talked about it before. Um, guidance and learning your partner and being willing to submit one to another and and she's be, she's doing a great job at that. So um, Yandri, what what do you what would you like to leave off anybody that's listening to this? All right, I just want to say um, that it is important to live in these uh, to go off a of scriptural guidance on your marriage um, on all marriages out there. Uh, God designed it this way for a reason. So we shouldn't think that we're smarter than God to to be able to have our own opinions and, and make it work the way we work. I want you guys to know that I wish you all the best in all your marriages, and I pray that they are successful, that every single one of you fights through all the obstacles in your marriages. Um, 
and work through it properly. Work together, guys. Um, communication's also important. We ain't get much in the communication between husband and wife, but it is important to communicate your goals, communicate your emotions and what you guys are going through. Yeah. Um, at the same time, guys, submit to the Lord together. Uh, see, seek his voice. Get in prayer together. Fast together. Be on the same page as to where you, God wants you guys to be next. I could say I'm at a state in my marriage where um, that I feel like God is 100% in control. Um, but that doesn't come without his patches, man. Yeah. It doesn't come without his patches. And that doesn't. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> my baby just got body slammed by his little sister, and he's walking around dizzy right now. He's like wobbling everywhere. He's like, I eat those. Oh, by Sophia? No, no. no. Oh, by Madison. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're both big sisters. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we love you guys. Yep. And I'll, 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 I want to leave you guys with this. And we'll, I'm, I'm not even gonna break it down. I'm actually gonna let you take the time to break it down in yourself. Um, and come to the, to, to the understanding that uh, you'll get um, and God will reveal to you. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19, read, Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. 19, husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Mm. All right, so guys, we leave you with that and we'll be seeing you next week. God bless you. This has been Family Family Chaos. Chaos. All right, guys. One love. One love. Bye.